Welcome to Talk Healthy to Me. I'm your host, Brindley Joyner, and on this podcast, we chat about living healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. From fitness to relationships to business, we really cover it all. Let's get into it. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode on the Talk Healthy to Me podcast. I'm Brindley Joyner, and today I have my husband on as my co-host, Lucas Joyner. Let's go, let's go. Welcome, Lucas. I'm back. He hasn't been on in a minute. We had a guest episode. We had some solo episodes, so I'm excited he's back. I'm excited to have his humor back on the show and to be able to discuss with him this topic today. As you saw by the title, we're going to be talking about You Become What You Consume, and there is so much that we're going to dive into on this topic, but basically that just means the content, the food, the environment, everything that you're consuming has a direct impact on who you become and who you live as in an everyday life. So we want to dive into all the aspects of that, and it's a topic that's really important to us. It's something we've been really focusing on the past couple of years, and I think it's going to be a podcast full of a lot of insight and a lot of value, so we're excited to dive into it. But before we get into that topic, I want to just chat for a little bit. Maybe we have a little catch-up on here, and you guys can get to hear about Lucas's week, what's new in our life, and all of that. So I'm going to bring Lucas on. Lucas, what is new in your life right now? What's going on? Give us some insight. So what's new? I think the biggest thing is I just worked out for the first time since the 50-miler. Because I was my forearm. Surprisingly enough, after the 50-miler, the one thing that was hurt was my forearm. And I kind of reverse engineered it and found out that it was probably because my wrist was bouncing very like loosely running because it was a slow jog and so my wrist was just kind of bouncing you know when you run and I'm not like flexed sprinting or anything so for the 12 to 14 hours of running I think I uh kind of strained a, a tendon or something in yeah. my forearm so if you didn't watch the last episode he's talking about a 50 mile race he did by the way he yeah. ran 50 miles in San Francisco that was like two weeks ago I believe maybe even a little almost coming up on a month and so, yeah, I worked out two days ago for the first time, like with no no pain. I was able to do some legs and stuff, but even then I couldn't pick up any dumbbells or anything because of my forearm. Let's go. Um, that's a win. Another topic that's happened, we just sold out of our Kaizo samples. And... So we dropped them and then we sold out um, in like two or three days, which was super awesome. We came out with these five serving packs because we kind of understood a lot of people had a difficulty like understanding like, I guess the full benefits or like why does this cocoa different or does it actually work or does it just taste like bad or good? And so we kind of realized that committing to a whole month serving of it for the $42 was hard for some people, but they really wanted to try it because, you know, they wanted to see if it actually worked for them. So we dropped those. Also, I'm going to interrupt you again for a second. For those of you that haven't heard about Kaizo's, I I always want to tailor to the side that there are new listeners on here. So Kaizo's Hot Cocoa is our gut-friendly sleepy time hot cocoa mix. It's hot cocoa with supplements packed into it. That's what he's talking about there. Yeah. Sorry to butt in on you again. No, but I think those two are about the, the, the biggest things that are happening this week. Big Anything wings. else on our on our side? Yeah. Ziggy um, got his uh, tooth chipped. That was fun. Um, <laughs> Ziggy and his best friend were going after a ball, and they collided, and they both chipped their tooths. Yeah. So their that poor was, little tooths. That was a little not fun, but yeah, it was That was a low of the week. Yeah. Um, another but, high, we have been working with our best friends on a big project, and we've been working nonstop on that, which has been really fun. We're going to be... Of course, filling you guys in soon once it starts getting developed even more. But just know around summertime, we're going to be sharing something super, super exciting with that. It's like in the first month of the works right now. So brand new baby happening right now. 
Brand new baby. Yeah, so a lot of busyness going on, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, all the in-between, but pretty good week the past week. Last thing I want to say before we get into the meat of the episode, a big, huge thank you to everybody that is leaving reviews and sending us DMs about this podcast. I am so grateful for every single review. We read all of them. I run to Lucas and show him whenever there's one that like touches me or one that I get super excited about. And I just want you guys to know that those do not go unnoticed. You guys help this channel or this podcast grow tremendously and you help other people listen to it and hopefully ultimately learn something from it and grow from it. So a big thank you to you guys for sharing it, for posting it on your stories and for writing those reviews. It seriously means so much to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you big time. We really, really appreciate it. Let's go. All right. Shall we get into the meat of this episode? I'm ready to go. Let's go. This is something we've been talking about the past couple of days on our walks together. And it's something that we just get so passionate about when we start diving into the topic. So I think it's going to be a good conversation. So basically, as you already heard, what we choose to consume determines the direction of our lives. It determines who we become. It determines how we live on a day-to-day basis. And that really is everything. It's with food. It's with music. It's with entertainment. It's with the people that we're around. It's with our environment. It's with everything that we're consuming. And by consuming, I mean just like allowing into our lives, allowing into our lives through our mouth, through our eyes, through our skin, like whatever it is. Um, Yeah, what we consume determines our future and it determines our everyday life. So I want to first talk about where this idea and where this phrase came from. And I'm sure most of you have heard the phrase, you are what you eat. I know I've heard this I'm trying to think like the age I heard this. It was so long ago. But this phrase actually comes from 1826, you guys. So a long, long time ago. I'm totally going to say the guy's name wrong. It's something like Antelme Brillat Savarin. (laughs) I'm so bad at pronouncing names. It's a a French lawyer. Yeah, it's a French lawyer that first came up with this phrase. In his wording, like the translation says, tell me what you eat and I will tell you what you are. And then again, it resurfaced in 1863 from Ludwig Andreas Furbach. <laughs> Is that, that's a German, right? I cannot say that's any names, name. but yeah, that was a German name. And in German, I actually think I can get this one a little bit better because I lived in Germany. So the phrase was, Der Mensch ist, was er ist. <laughs> Look at that. And it means man is what he eats. And if you speak German... I know that I botched that. So just, yeah, just (laughs) forget I said that. But anyways, yeah, the phrase is man is what he eats. So both of those phrases are pretty much the same thing. They're saying you are what you eat. Um, And so that's where it kind of came from. So we want to take this conversation a little bit further to dive into all the things you can consume, not just food that affect who you are and who you become. Do you think when they were saying that man is what he eats, they're actually talking about food or was it a metaphor for life? I remember reading that those actually were more about food and it was when they were talking more about like the quality of the food you eat and um, what types of foods you eat, which is like determines your health kind of. That's where those phrases are coming from. Which is a topic that we're going to go on. Yeah. yeah. But then later on, there are more um, versions of those phrases that went more into like what we're talking about where it's like everything, not just Like a metaphor for just life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's go ahead and dive into the first topic. So that actually is food when we're talking about you are what you eat with food. Real quick, I just want to jump in and really get everyone to think about that saying of just man is what he eats and what the topic is. Just like you are what you consume and just think about it before we jump into it. Anything that you're taking in ultimately will come out. Whatever you eat, whatever you drink, whatever you watch, it, it 
it comes out of you because you're taking it in. Yeah. I just want people to really think about it before we dive into the topics, that it's such a crazy, cool, amazing concept that can be, you know, shifted to good or bad. It's an energy exchange. Like energy cannot be destroyed or created. Like it's coming into you. So it has to be exchanged by going out. So that energy will always be there, but it's through you, like the vessel of who you are, your body, your soul. That's where it can become a good thing or a bad thing. Yep. I love it. Yeah. So let's dive into food. So as we all know, this is point number one, food, right? Food. Yeah. Point number one. (laughs) Point number one. This is our first little topic. Let's include food and drinks, by the way. Okay. So as we all know, there are healthy foods, foods that are nutritious, foods that benefit your body, and there are unhealthy foods. There are processed foods. There are foods that have chemicals and just icky stuff in them, you know? With that, I think everybody has a general understanding. I mean, I remember from when I was really young growing up and knowing like, okay, eat an apple a day, it'll keep the doctor away (laughs) and things like that. Like eat the healthy, whole, nutritious foods and you will benefit from that. And likewise, if you eat candy all day and processed junk, you're not going to feel too great. Yeah, I feel like this one's pretty self-explanatory. Like if you you eat Burger King and a bunch of fried food every single day, then the likely like you are going to become a more unhealthy human being just yeah. like if it's candy or um, sweets and stuff like that yeah and i don't want i want to make sure everybody knows that we're not trying to label foods as good or bad and yeah. we do believe in balance 100 percent. but um i think it's more about the overall lifestyle that you have with that food because we're not saying every once in a while when you have, you know, McDonald's or every once in a while when you have your fun little treat that you love that's processed, it's going to depict your future or depict your life. No, that's not what we're saying at all. It's more about the bulk of your diet. The majority of the foods you're eating are the things you want to focus on and then have that balance whenever you feel like you want it. And so this can be physical or it can be mental, spiritual, With physical things, I was talking to someone the other day about healthy hair habits, and we were talking about how omega-3 fatty acids, it's so good to have a lot of those in your diet for healthy, shiny hair, and that's just one physical thing, like that's one example I can think of, but an example of omega-3 fatty acid would be salmon, um, avocado, nuts, chia seeds, flax seeds, all of those things are highly nutritious foods that when you put them in your body and you have them in your regular diet, your benefit from that is, you know, having the healthy hair, having the high energy, having the sustained energy. Um, Protein. Maybe you have a balanced amount of protein in your diet, therefore you are able to build muscles. Healthy carbohydrates. When you have the good amount of healthy carbohydrates in your diet, you are able to have sustained energy throughout the day, get through your workouts, feel good at the end of your workouts, and keep going and not feel fatigued or low energy. So those are all benefits that come from, you know, the input is the healthy, nutritious, balanced food. The output is all of those things. So it can be anywhere from energy, mood, cognition. Darkness, yeah. Yeah, all of those things. Things that are more like unseen, but just mental things, or it can be physical, like healthy hair, healthy, clear skin, um, good digestion, building muscle, like whatever it is for you that your goal is, you can get to that by changing the way that you consume foods. Yep. I was just about to jump into that because it is scientifically proven about processed foods and oils and seed oils that those will result in the things she's talking about, like pimples and upset stomach and digestion is all over the place and unhealthy hair, muscle fatigue, muscle soreness, all those like your recovery from workouts doesn't equal the amount that it could be if you're eating more whole foods, drinking a lot of water. This comes with drinking soda and high sugars. Those things do, you know, it's proven now that they will affect your mood and your skin and anything in your life. Yeah. 
And then the same thing goes with liquids, drinks. So hydration, everyone knows we say stay hydrated all the time. Drinking water is so important and I think that's just a given. But again, it's an input by drinking, you know, whatever it is for you, a gallon of water a day. Then you have an output of being hydrated and that means you have energy, you have good digestion, you are able to live optimally and your body is able to function properly like and just do the things that it's meant to do because you put that input of water into your body. So for every single input that you're putting in there is an output and you just have to determine if you want a good output or a bad output. Yeah. That simple. Okay. I think we all get the gist of kind of like food and drink. I think think that's pretty much a given one, but we did want to touch on it. Just for fun, before we move on to the next one, let's give them an example of some meals that genuinely make us feel good. So the input that is good and we know gives us like a good output. So Um, you go first. What's a breakdown? Maybe like two meals. Let's give a breakfast type and then either lunch or dinner type. For me, the breakfast is smoothie. That's my go-to. You're getting a lot of fiber, a lot of um, healthy carbs, healthy sugars from fruits. I add a scoop of protein in there um, because of Brindley, because the ratio of just having a full smoothie, she's described to me and kind of explained to me that having a smoothie by itself is so many sugars and um, carbs and everything. And if you don't put any kind of protein in it, it has like very little protein, maybe some of the milk that you use or whatever. So adding a scoop of protein really helps that. I put two raw eggs in there to, that's, yeah. that's mine. Wait, um, it helps with um, like blood sugar levels and glucose yep. levels. So it's not saying that a smoothie without protein is bad by any means, but saying that if you, if your goal is to like have balanced energy throughout the day and no blood sugar spike or drop, then that's why he is adding protein in yeah. there. And that's kind of why everyone says to have an equal balance of Carbs, protein, all of that stuff is because of your glucose spike. Because after a glucose spike, you get really tired. So I'm not trying to get into all of that. But yeah, smoothie for me is like a a go-to. I had all my um, supplements and my creatines and like any kind of superfood powders in there. I feel amazing afterwards. My lunch is usually like a a brunch. It's eggs and beef or something like that. Toast, avocado, some olive oil. Your meals are always very simple. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> a little bit too boring for me, but really, really eat, good for you. I eat very simple, straightforward stuff. And his dinner is usually like beef, avocado, rice, maybe <laughs> some cucumbers on there or something, but yeah. pretty simple I'm a, I'm a big avocado. Yeah. For me, um, let's just say one typical breakfast thing, because I'm sure you guys see a lot on vlogs and Instagram and everything. The most frequent breakfast I have is probably gluten-free toast with almond butter and bananas and a side of scrambled eggs. So I'll do like a piece of toast, almond butter on top, banana slices, some cacao nibs, bee pollen, and honey, and then I'll have scrambled eggs on the side for that protein. That's something that really fuels me. It sets me up good for the day. It gives me energy. It's a balanced meal with um, fats, with avocado. Some micros are the cacao nibs, bee pollen, and honey. Protein is the egg, and then the carb is the bread. So that's a balanced meal for me in the morning. And then let's say like a lunch and dinner. Ooh, I love pretty much chicken-based meals. Um, I like fish-based meals. So let's say a typical one would be salmon, like a grilled salmon in the air fryer, some sweet potato fries, and some zucchini on the side. That would be a good balanced dinner meal. I also do salad bowls a lot where I kind of combine a lot of things. So I'll do like arugula, either salmon or chicken, some diced up sweet potatoes, some extra veggies, and a little bit of balsamic dressing or something. Her meat is always based on what I'm going to cook because she doesn't like to cook meat. She doesn't like the the feel and look of it. (laughs) I think you guys get that. Let's move on to the next point. So this one is going to be 
our environment. So think about it. You are consuming everything through your five senses. So for your environment, I would say the sense that you consume the most through your environment is your eyes, like your eyesight. When you wake up, what does your room look like? When you go into your office, if you work from home, what does your office look like? Um, or, or what does your office look like when you go into it? Yeah, at work. Wherever you're living, wherever you're spending most of your time, how does the sight of that make you feel? And I'm not talking about like, is it a nice place or not? I'm talking about, do you keep it organized? Do you keep it clean and tidy? When you walk into that room, do you feel peaceful and calm and ready to take on the day? Or does it stress you out because there's a mess everywhere and there's trash from last night and all this stuff? And Um, I really encourage you on that point. I heard this early on in my, I guess, business life of making your workspace. And this is if you're working or in school, like schoolwork. And maybe spending a little bit more money or maybe finding something on Facebook Marketplace or taking more time to make it exactly what you want. Because at the end of the day, that is the space that you're going to want to feel most motivated and ready to go. And so making it exactly what you want, I almost look at it as an investment. If I want a stand-up desk so I can stand up more and not sit all day. Yes, they're a little more expensive than a normal desk for sure. But it's an investment that I'm going to feel better, be more motivated. My life is going to be better after I leave work because I've not been sitting all day. Just taking those little things, and maybe it's a picture or a plant on the side. Um, something that brings you a little joy. Yeah, and, and like Brindley said, it's just something when you walk into the room of that desk, that room, that um, office, your bedroom, it makes you feel the way you want it to make you feel. Um, and I heard that early on, and I immediately took action on it. And I, our whole house is full of plants because I love plants, and that's <laughs> that, that makes me feel motivated and happy. And so I know it's an investment for my well-being. Yeah. And I think like thinking back to high school days or college days for me, I used to be a very messy person. If you were friends with me back then, you know, (laughs) I really just was not good at keeping my space tidy. I would leave clothes for days. I never really knew how to like clean my bathroom or anything like that. And I lived a very disorganized, stressful life. And I can't even fathom how I got through my days back then because now I did like a 180 and I am the most like tidy, clean person. I probably tidy the house like three times a day. Lucas calls me tidy queen. Yes, I love to vacuum. I just like everything to be in order because if I walk into a room and there's stuff all over the floor, I'm not motivated to sit down and work my best. I have to like clean it up first and make my environment feel clean, organized, and productive so that I can actually live a productive life in that environment. Because tying it back to the topic, seeing that stuff and being kind of stressed out and scattered is ultimately going to come out Mm -hmm. into your day-to-day life if it's relationship if it's business if it's um you know working out and stuff yeah having like what you're consuming every single day that environment is going to be the output that you give and continue to get stressed out and be late to things and um that's something i've learned heavy for brindley because she's 180 all of that and really helped me and was a source of kind of motivation to keep everything clean and tidy and look at like your surroundings and make sure they're the best they can be because they ultimately will come out in some other way of life whatever that is for you thank you yeah (laughs) um thank you well you said i was a source of motivation thank you i have a story on that real quick before we move on to the next one And before I say this, I want to note, I'm not recommending that you also do this. I'm just sharing a story that we experienced, and this ties into our environment. So when we first got married, we were living in Atlanta, and I really wanted to move out to L.A., and I was, like, convincing Lucas to move out to L.A. We were going to do it. He was on board. We were going to go out there and really pursue social media, YouTube, business connections out there, 
all the things. And we weren't making a very steady income at that time. We were just kind of like getting started and trying to figure out what to do. So it was just kind of like a roller coaster of income. Yeah. There was no steady, you know, this it was is, random yeah. brand deals and stuff like that. But we knew we wanted to move to LA and we knew that by doing that, we could really grow our business and grow our social media platform. And we saw it as something that was worth the risk. So in moving out there, we actually moved across the country and stayed in a hotel until we found an apartment. And we stayed in a hotel. It ended up being, what, like three days? Yep. Three days. And we found an apartment that was way over our budget of what we knew we could spend. We knew it would be an extreme risk. We knew that the total amount, like the full lease, was the exact amount that I had in my savings account. Like, so I could run out of my entire savings account and drop it to zero and then we'd be done and we could move back home and live with our parents if we needed, if that needed to happen without making any more money. And so it was a massive risk that we had to take or that we brought onto our lives when we saw this apartment. But when we walked into the apartment, our jaws dropped. The windows were the high ceiling windows. It had a desk office space upstairs in a loft. It had a balcony for a gym. It had all the things that we knew we would wake up and be so excited and motivated to work in because we were working from home. And we looked at each other and we like, let's just take this risk. Like we will wake up so motivated and so excited to kill it. And every single day that we wake up, we will know that we have to work hard. We will know that we have to stay dedicated to this to make it work because we clearly can't afford this if not. Um, And so that is a risk we made with our environment. And I'll tell you, it made all of the difference. Like living somewhere that you woke up and you were excited and motivated for, it really did just like push us forward in our business life and make us really, really work hard every time we woke up. It kind of put our backs against the wall, to be honest. Yeah. It was more than double our rent that we were in Atlanta. The income was really not there to pay for that. But not, it's just trying to, <laughs> not trying to tell you to do this, but we're just sharing yeah. our personal experience with that. And we took a risk with our environment and it ended up paying itself forward because we did wake up very motivated and excited and that caused us to just grow our business so much. So yeah, that's a little story with environment and how it really changed our everyday life and our future. Just think about what your environment and what you work in and what you see every day. Just know that it does impact your well-being and your output of happiness and motivation and all of that good stuff. Yeah. All right. The next one I want to talk about is words. So there's two types of these. There's the words that you entertain in your own head, like your own thoughts and your own words in your head that you're telling yourself. And there's the words of others. So what what people you're actually paying attention and listening to when they tell you things about yourself or talk to you. So let's talk about the ones in our head first, our own words and our own thoughts. You consume these thoughts without really thinking about it or without knowing about it. It's kind of like a subconscious thing. But if you could just sit for a second and think, what is the overwhelming, the overbearing thought that I am constantly telling myself about my life in my head? Just think for a second, what's yours? It could be different for everyone. Are you telling yourself that you're going to make it? You're going to be successful. You're going to be happy. You're going to be good. Are you entertaining thoughts of gratitude throughout the day? Are you your biggest cheerleader or is it the opposite? And you're constantly telling yourself when you look in the mirror, I hate who I am. I hate what I look like. I hate what I'm doing. When you walk into your job, I don't want to be here. Blah, blah, blah. Like 
negative thoughts. So I want you to first just like determine in your own head which side are you on or do you fall somewhere in the middle? Because I think the first step is recognizing what your inner dialogue is and knowing that that heavily impacts you and your day. If you're on the side of constantly telling yourself negative things about yourself or shaming yourself for certain things or looking in the mirror and speaking negatively about how you look or how you feel or anything, you're going to walk into situations differently because of that. You're going to walk in insecure. You're going to walk in with low self-esteem. You're going to walk in with a very negative attitude and low vibes. And then the opposite, if you're constantly telling yourself positive things and you're constantly uplifting yourself and, you know, congratulating yourself in your head for little wins throughout the day, then you're going to walk into circumstances with a very positive vibe. You're going to walk in and not feel the need to think, what does everyone else think of me right now? Because you're content in yourself. You've been there uplifting yourself. And now you can walk into rooms and figure out how to bless other people or to add value to the people in that room versus always just focusing on yourself or what you don't like about yourself. So it takes it from one spectrum spectrum to the other of a very negative place to a very positive place where you can actually make an impact in other people's lives because you're not so hyper-focused on the negative parts of yourself or your life. Retweet. That's all I got to say. Retweet. So if you are on the spectrum of constantly entertaining negative thoughts about yourself or just thoughts that don't make you a better person and don't allow you to bless other people in the room, then I want to give you some tangible steps to kind of switch that up. So you can start by, I know it's hard to have a complete switch from like, telling yourself negative things about your life, your body, etc., to telling yourself positive things. So you can start by coming at a neutral stance. So the second that a negative thought pops in your head, you don't have to necessarily switch it to be the opposite positive thought, but just acknowledge that thought and tell yourself that it isn't true. You can start there. You can start by just stopping the thought in its tracks and refocusing on something else. Go get outside, go get on a walk, go read a book, just switch it up with a different activity so you're not stuck in that negative thought pattern. And then once you practice that, you can start actually flipping that negative thought into a positive thought. So you can say, say your thought is um, you look in the mirror and you feel like your skin just looks really bad. So you instantly tell yourself, I look ugly today. My skin looks very unclear. It just doesn't look good right now. And I feel ugly right there. You can acknowledge that thought, tell yourself that it isn't true, and then you can substitute it with a positive thought. So that positive thought could be about your skin. It could be, you know what? It doesn't matter what my skin looks like. I am a human being and this is a part of being a human being. It's perfectly normal to go through waves of clear or unclear skin. And that really doesn't matter in the big grand scheme of things. I'm actually beautiful just the way I am right now, regardless of my skin. Or you can switch that thought if that's too hard for you. You could switch it to just something completely different and be like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to think about my skin, but dang, I'm having a good hair day. Like you can switch it out with any little positive thing to start changing the trajectory of your thoughts so that you don't spiral down in negativity. And one thing on top of that that you can actually do to help, you don't want this to be the reason that you're motivated, but you could also use these things that maybe you're having negative thoughts about and just flipping them on their head and using it to actually motivate you. Like if a guy thinks I'm not strong enough, I don't look big enough, um, I'm not ripped enough. If you tell yourself it's not true too much, then you kind of come complacent to just being like whatever. And so there does need to be like a back and forth of this, like using like, hey, if I actually don't like this about myself, yes, it's not true, but it's also changeable. And that's something where my point of view kind of can come in there is 
when I think, you know, maybe I'm not strong enough and the weights aren't going quick enough and I'm like not progressing in my runs or I'm not fast on my runs and I got a competition coming and I start telling myself these things and I go, okay, those might kind of be true, but I'm going to flip it on its head and use it as a motivator that I have to keep working and it is changeable. So if your skin's not maybe looking the best, like who cares? Like that's the point where you just have to go, who cares? This is just thoughts in my head telling me I'm ugly. No, I'm not ugly. But if I don't like something, then then it's all, pretty much everything is changeable. So taking that where you can have that balance back and forth of using some of those things, it's motivation that are happening in your head, but also not believing the bad things you're telling yourself, the negative things. Yeah, that's so true. I think like for some areas like working out, lifting weights, all of that, I mm-hmm. think you can use those little thoughts of insecurity to inspire you and motivate you to go get better in that area in your life. Yeah, um, but I do think it does not need to be the root of why you do it. Yeah, I feel like that's a whole nother podcast topic we should talk about sometime. We went on a little tangent there, but let's talk about the words of others. So we talked about the words in our own head. Now we'll talk about the words of others. Let's think of some examples. You have your friends, you have teachers, you have your parents, you have mentors, um, just anybody who is speaking words into your life. Those can be positive words or negative words. I think the first one I want to talk about is your parents. So everybody has a completely different upbringing and I can't speak to one person here because there are so many listeners with all different types of parents and all different types of beliefs. But I know that growing up, you have been conditioned to think and to process things and to do things a certain way because of the words that your parents spoke to you growing up and this is not a good or a bad thing that's just the way that's that's just just the way life is yeah you listen to your parents and you do what they do yeah so that can be a really good thing that can be a really bad thing that can be just a neutral thing depending on how you were raised but i think it is very important to acknowledge that and maybe do some like inner work some journaling and just find ways to like dive deep into what words were spoken over me while I was growing up because then you can better understand your thought process and your brain and how you operate and think on a day-to-day basis. This is kind of like a just to lighten it up here a little bit and kind of a funny situation. Me and Brindley have talked about this a few times because you notice things in your life that are like so minor but the things that you were taught or I guess not even taught just kind of watched happen that became your habits like Brindley like was big on saving toilet paper and stuff and I noticed that immediately when we got married and I might be big on spending money on this and she's like not and so it's just kind of to, to lighten up the mood a little it's just funny because you when you actually sit back and think about the things you do and this is again not a good or a bad thing they're all like 90% of them are because of the way you were raised and what your parents did. You listen to them and do what they do. And so then it just slowly like follows you into the rest of your life. So if you really sit into it, you could find some deep down things, but you could also find some funny things that you realize like, why do I do this? And then you go, wait a minute, I know exactly why I do this. But I want you to really think about the words that you listened to growing up from your parents for a second. And what was the tone of them? Did you have words supporting you? Did you have words saying like, this is awesome. You did such a good job. I'm so proud of you. You I love you. You can do this. You've got this. Or did you have words that tore you down that maybe said, I can't believe you got a C on this paper. You're dumb. You're not smart. Um, You're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not worthy of this. You don't make me happy. You cause X, Y, and Z. And if that is you, I just want to say I'm so sorry because I know that that can really affect your everyday life now because those words are ingrained in your head from a young age. 
But again, I want you to see those words as they are and know that those words are just words and maybe they were ingrained in your head, but whatever age you're at now, you are able to switch that by listening to other people and know that just because maybe you had negative words spoken over you, that doesn't determine your future and that doesn't determine your life because you have the ability to change who you listen to now. And that's the beauty. They were engraved in you because someone told them. So you can reverse that and tell yourself the other side. And I hope this podcast really just resonate with one person on this topic because I think this is such a common problem that happens. So just sitting in those and really realizing, hey, I was told these things, but they aren't true and I'm going to flip them and I'm going to tell myself the complete opposite, that I am capable, that I am worthy, that I am able to do whatever I, I set my mind on. I'm good enough. I'm pretty enough. And so yeah. this is even in parents' relationships, like girlfriend, boyfriend type thing early on. It can be into anything, just yeah. looking into it and finding the problem and flip it on its head and make yeah. it a beautiful thing. And that's what he said is the key. Like if that was you and you were told negative words growing up, whether it was from a parent or a relationship or whatever, you deserve to have positivity and good words spoken over you. Like that is what you deserve as a human being to have uplifting and positive words spoken over you. And if you didn't have that, you have the opportunity to do that for yourself. Like he was saying, you can be that for you yourself until you have somebody in your life that also comes along and speaks those positive words over you like you deserve. But in the meantime, you don't have to sit and wait. You can be that for yourself and form those thought habits of positivity over your life to start changing the trajectory of your life and your future right now. Jeez, I feel like just... Drops my... It's just hitting me. I'm getting chill bumps. I think just like people realizing it almost sets them free a little bit. Yeah. Like some people don't think about this stuff. And so maybe one of you like just starts thinking about it and goes, oh my gosh. Yeah. And that instantly, before even telling you're the telling yourself the positive stuff sets you free because you just realize I know why I think this yeah and it's not it's not because of me yeah that's great and for us as you guys know we have spoken about our faith a little bit we are Christians and we do believe in Jesus and words from Jesus are the best words that you could possibly listen to and let affect your life because his words are so true and if you're not a Christian or if you haven't read any of his words, regardless of your religion, some of his motivation and encouragement through his words have been the most uplifting, life-giving things ever. You are loved. You are worthy. You are valued. You are bought at a price. You are like on and on and on. So I really encourage you, no matter what you believe in, to just find someone that you look up to that has spoken good things about you and just focus on those things. Yeah, I love it. All right. I feel like that could be its own podcast, to be honest yeah. with you. Gosh, so many little topics let's move on to the next one before we talk for three hours real quick real quick on that and that topic because i think we can tie that into our other one we wanted to kind of bring in was your surroundings of people yeah. and that and that kind of just real quick we can throw on it is about the words from the outside sources um which that is ultimately who you surround yourself with yeah. um so do you want to jump into that yeah. topic when i had that written down i was thinking about friend groups and I was thinking about friend groups that I had in the past where the conversations were so often gossipy or low vibrational or negative and whenever we hung out it was like who can we talk about or you know what's going wrong in your life right now what can we just like complain about and all of that and now so these could be actual words to you or they could just be in in general general just talking and like what you're consuming on a um, the surrounding friendship, um, yeah, community and, wise. Go ahead. And let me just say gossip is one of the lowest vibrational things you can do. Yep. It's one of the ways you can literally just become a negative, 
unhappy person is by gossiping about other people. It doesn't do any good, not for that person, not for you, not for the people you're doing it with. It just brings everybody down that's involved. And that's and that's gossip even if it's not talking bad. It's just talking about different people. And it yeah. doesn't have to be slander. Um, I think gossip can still be almost not talking bad, but just talking about what they did or what they're doing. And it is just not relevant, really. Yeah. And it is, again, like she said, such a low frequency that doesn't have any good come out of it for the most part. Yeah. Another example in there is fear-based conversations about the news, about what's going on. Of course, you want to be informed and you want to acknowledge, you know, bad things that are happening in the world. But when you're hyper-focused on them and it's like every conversation is about just something bad that's going on going on in the world and it's never about like how can we make a change or fix it, but it's just focusing on the fear and on the negativity that can take you down a very low vibrational path too. And then the opposite, what I was trying to get at was those are conversations and friend groups that I used to have like in high school and college. And now fast forward, you know, eight, 10 years, whatever. My friend groups now, I do not stay in groups that discuss those things. I get so awkward and I exit myself. I literally will say like, oh, I have to go do this thing. I'm so sorry. Like I will leave that right away because I know it doesn't do any good for me. It actually just drags me down a path that I don't want to go down. So I will exit myself. And the only friend groups that I stay in now are ones that are talking about positive things that are supporting each other, uplifting each other, talking about businesses they want to start, talking about the jobs they love, talking about things that excite them, you know, talking about like workouts they did that week, just good things. And those are the friendships that are truly life-giving and that truly sculpt you and change you and make you a better person and a better human. When Brynn in a conversation and it's kind of going to the place where she doesn't want it to, maybe a little bit of gossip or something, she's just like, so how's the weather look next week? <laughs> I get blatantly like awkward about it. I'm like, she just cannot take it, which I love her so much. Or I'll, if it. we're at dinner, I'll be like, this pad thai is the best pad thai I've ever had, like right in the middle of a yeah. conversation. Because, I mean, we catch ourselves too, like kind of going that route and we're like, yo, let's not. It let's, never feels yeah, good. It, it's not It's not worth it. Um, another point on that fear topic of like if, if things are about fear, this is something I'm so passionate about because if you're focused, like she said, high focused on fear stuff and the things of the world and what's happening, you get so consumed by fear that you are not even able to do good. And so for me personally, I am big on like not even thinking about the fear too much or like what's happening to an extent, maybe five, 10% of my energy. And the other 90, 95% is like, I'm going to continue to do the most good I can. And I feel like I'm going to be able to flip the fear and not that problems we're having. If I only think about doing good, then I hope the fear and the bad will eventually, you know, tilt the way to the good side. If we yeah. all did that, I feel like. Definitely. Just, just my two cents on that. Okay. The next two things I guess are kind of tied in together and it's talking about what we consume with entertainment. So let's talk about entertainment as in what we watch, whether that's TikToks, movies, um, any form of social media content, video games, all of that. You will find, and you've probably said this in the social media podcast, a few podcasts before, but you will find what you're looking for. In the TikTok, in the movies, in the content, what you're swiping, your Instagram feed, you will consume and you'll go find whatever you wanna find. If you yeah. wanna find like vulgar things, you'll find it. If you wanna find like sexual things, you'll find it. And that's the kind of beauty of the world these days. You can find whatever. So if you wanna find uplifting business advice, you know, like wealth advice, fitness stuff, motivation, recipes, you'll find all that, but you also just gonna find the other reverse if you want to. So switching that is such an easy switch of like, I'm gonna go search like motivation I'm going to go search workouts to do. I'm going to go search healthy recipes for this. That's so true. 
I want to talk about TikTok for a second because we all know how easy it is to get on TikTok and scroll and just say, oh, I'm just going to watch a couple of videos because I have a minute here. And before you know it, it's 45 minutes later. You feel like a zombie. <laughs> your eyes are red from scrolling. Your thumb is twitching because you just scrolled so long. And you're like, what did I just do? I just wasted 45 minutes of my precious time doing what? I don't know if I gained anything from that. And then you start feeling bad that. about that. <laughs> yeah, and then you cycle because you feel bad about that. And you're like, oh, I ruined my day. It's a freaking Anyways, <laughs> domino we, effect. Yeah, we all know that feeling myself included. Um, So I think it's important with this topic to one, put a time limit on things and put some boundaries around things because do I think TikTok is bad in of itself? Absolutely not. I love TikTok. I actually do learn so much on there and I feel like I've grown so much because of TikTok, but I do think that it can be unhealthy if you're spending just hours scrolling or if you're just doing it mindlessly without a goal of learning anything or a goal of like getting anything out of it, but you're just like watching dance videos of, you know, things that you don't really want to see or whatever and you just end up feeling like bleh at the end of it so I think putting boundaries whether that's time whether that's on the type of videos you watch scrolling past things that you know are either going to make you feel insecure or icky or like not good just scrolling past it real quick um, and definitely finding healthy boundaries with that and that goes for TikTok that goes for Instagram YouTube pretty much any platform like that and I did just do an an episode fully on social media and the pros and cons of it so if you want to hear more about these topics I definitely that's an amazing episode to go listen to that cool but um yeah TikTok and then we'll talk about movies I think movies have a huge effect on your mindset and your day there were times when I would watch really sad movies all the time and I still love a good rom-com like don't get me wrong I love some Nicholas Sparks I can't but when you're constantly watching those watching those like every single night or multiple times a week it ingrains in your head and it it maybe if you're single at that time and you're watching them like it gets you to really think and question like why am I so lonely when is my person going to come around in a way that you probably wouldn't if you weren't watching those things so heavily. Um, If you're watching horror movies and scary movies, maybe it like in the back of your head gets you paranoid about every little thing or gets you just like looking over your shoulder all the time in circumstances that you usually wouldn't. Um, Or maybe it also does the opposite switch and gets in your brain like this this anger, this aggression, or gets you just like not feeling good throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think really, really focusing on what you watch and the types of things you're consuming can change your whole mindset and the way you act and live throughout the day. And that goes with TV shows too, of just sitting down to watch one and you watch 10 and then that's the whole the whole day gone. And then you kind of start acting like the TV show or the movie. You start yeah. thinking about life that way and stuff. It really affects me personally. That's yeah. totally up to the person. Some people can watch horror movie and be totally fine. But yeah, just acknowledge that that they could be affecting the way you live outside of those movies <laughs> and you know why it's because the producers are so smart the whole team behind it is so smart and they actually make a emotional connection to you through these scenes and these characters in these movies so it feels very real and in your subconscious mind sometimes you can't disconnect your reality from what you're watching because of that because in your subconscious mind it's experiencing these emotions like it is real life so that is why it's so closely tied to how you live and how you perceive things and some of these shows and movies can actually start to distort your reality a little bit in your head and that becomes really really scary real quick there's been studies on that where during a watching a movie or tv show you actually have hormone releases yeah like you're in the movie yeah just a fun fact same (laughs) goes for video games too there's some video games that are so incredibly violent nowadays and i hope i don't sound like a karen i know i'm getting older i'm like 25 now but some video games i'm like who on earth designed this people are 
blowing each other's heads off for fun. Like, what on what world is that okay? <laughs> is, and I do understand yeah. it can be just like a fun little game, and it's not real life. But still, I think, I think just to... it's all all of this. The topics we're saying is just to recognize and be careful yeah. about it. Because I grew up doing it, and I don't, I'm like the most least violent person there is, and so there's just just realizing that there's a there's a lot out there. Yeah, everything in moderation. Nothing yep, that we're sure. saying is like, don't watch this show ever, yeah. or don't play this video game. It's like do it with moderation and do it with intentionality. And the second That's that you start to feel like mm, maybe this is kind of affecting my mindset, then pull back yep. and just see. Intentionality is change. the word of why you're doing it. Yeah. The next one I want to talk about is music. This is Crazy. huge. So yeah. this is the sense of hearing. So out of your five senses, we're talking about hearing the music. And I actually did a little research before this one, which... Mm-hmm. I think is so interesting when you can put science behind these principles that we're talking about. So I researched the wavelengths of music and there, (laughs) I know I sound, I'm nerding out, but I love this stuff. There are high vibrational wavelengths and low vibrational wavelengths. And there are certain types of music that intentionally, like the producers intentionally produce these songs with low vibrational wavelengths and they affect your mood completely. There are studies done that show, um, wavelengths at or over 440 hz they are known to make you more anxious more irritable more agitated than lower frequencies listen to that that is so crazy to think about an example of one song is old town road by lil nas (laughs) i'm gonna take my horse to old town road you all know that one so that one is at 440 hz but they're saying at 440 hc or over that can cause those feelings that is an example of one a lot of other like dark rap songs with dark lyrics are far over that and you can really see how it affects your mood and your day i know growing up as a cheerleader in high school we used to our playlist was feral like we had the darkest most twisted rap songs on there and we would i mean i would be like 15 or 16 year old little cheerleader girl singing those songs as i'm in a conditioning (laughs) class and now i'm like all those words that I used to sing in my head what were they what were they like telling me when I was that young and it's crazy to think like think about maybe any rap song you've sung and you think like I'm singing this and I'm not even realizing what the lyrics are but when I go and break down and actually like sing those lyrics out would I say that to my mom would I say that to my grandma and some of them are just really really twisted like derogatory towards women and just talking about violence and about drugs and all the things that you actually don't want to be associated with in real life so why is it so easy to just let them infiltrate your brain when you're listening to them you know yeah and we kind of I'm going to be honest, we kind of sound like Karen's here talking about this, but it's so true when you just think about it of like what you're consuming, that music coming in is not like, it's not going to have a result of something good. And yeah. it just, it just can't when those are coming in and it, and it's not to say we won't blast a good Drake song or something like that. We, we love listening to those songs occasionally, but yeah. when it's consuming everything you listen to or when you're just sitting there like studying or when you're sitting there just hanging out and the music's in the back we're just hoping that you guys can realize that by changing a song a two a day might help you feel less anxious or feel less angry or you maybe don't have those certain thoughts that you agitated or maybe not have the thoughts that you sang in that song it's not to say don't listen to it it's just saying to kind of watch out for it and realize it yeah and that research I did was actually for myself I shared it with you guys because I wanted to share it on here but this is something that I'm also like processing myself I don't want by any means for you guys to think that I don't ever listen to rap because I love actually listening to rap when I work out. But I do realize that when I do that, 
my mood sometimes afterwards like isn't really there it's not the most uplifting like excited for the day mood or maybe if I'm driving or something and I'm listening to rap I also like notice a change and shift in my mood then too I really just don't want anybody listening to think that by sharing this and the research that I did in these points I'm saying that I follow them I'm saying it's a work in progress for me and I'm just sharing like the process with you because I do notice a difference in my life and I just want it to be like something that maybe you think about and maybe something you can apply to your life if you notice something too. I love that. Have you ever listened to a song and you didn't even know you listened to the song and during the day you start singing those lyrics? It's because your subconscious mind is taking that in and then so you start singing a song or a lyric or a phrase or the chorus of something that maybe it's not going to benefit you. That's just showing that it's in your mind without you even knowing it. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I just wish you could have, like, I wish Drake could just (laughs) spit some fire with really good beats and it be just like really positive stuff because then I probably would feel a lot better after listening to songs like that. But that's facts. um, Yeah. I love some good beats at the the same time. The beats are amazing. Sometimes the lyrics are a little too much. Yeah. It's just something to be aware of for sure. And in the opposite way, some better vibrational songs you can listen to I love listening to songs that make me feel calm and at ease throughout the day. Jack Johnson, John Mayer, Lainey, Love. What are some other ones? Just songs that you know put you in a good mood. And I literally type it on Spotify, like good mood playlist. And then there's, you know, some lo-fi beats, which if you're studying are really good uh, frequencies for motivation and studying and focus and stuff. But then on that, I want to take it off the frequency, but onto the lyrics again. Some of those songs are a little too sad. I'm not, I'm off the yeah. rap now i'm i'm more on some like I james mean, arthur a little song like a little i sad. hate to like name drop because i feel like i'm calling people out which is not my intention at all they're incredible artists but like billy eilish for yeah. example like she's just released some songs that when i sing i'm like dang i'm in a happy marriage i have an amazing life i love my dog i love my husband but i'm just listening to this song and i feel like i just went through a breakup yeah. like why am i putting myself through this emotional roller coaster when it's kind of unnecessary. Exa- exactly what my what I was getting to is because some of these songs are, you know, maybe the frequencies are a little bit lower, but the lyrics and what they're about are actually depressing and sad that when you yeah. listen to them and you start singing them, it's like, why am I so sad? Again, back to the movie stuff, it's because of what, that, what you're consuming is obviously going to come out some way. And I just go like, is this going to produce the best me that yeah. I can I can be? And so then I change it because I'm ultimately after becoming the best me. And at that point, I just made that decision. I was like, this isn't really worth it. It's kind of making me depressed or like think about stuff like that. Yeah. And you might hear this stuff and think like, "Mm, that stuff doesn't really affect me the same way. And that's great. I don't want to force our opinions on you guys in any way. I just know that these are things that can affect us in our mood. So I think it's important to bring them up. But at the end of the day, you just have to think of us as humans, like a sponge. We're literally a sponge. And when we soak into water which water metaphorically being the songs the media the people the thoughts all of that when we soak into water we carry that stuff with us that's in our subconscious that's in our brain and we choose what things we want to come in and go out and what things as a sponge as a human being what things do you want to carry with you throughout the day so just be intentional about that think about that throughout the day and just make sure yeah the things are good the things are uplifting and they're making you a better person because if you can choose good why would you choose anything different you know why would you choose anything negative we are a sponge yeah think about that that should be the point of this whole the freaking title (laughs) is title we are the sponge that's not really good clickbait though (laughs) yeah i guess not but that that is that's so true i love that so much 
Because then, then you know, wiping the counters with the sponge is what's in the sponge is coming out on the rest of the world. Yeah. Ooh, is that too cheesy? Wait, that's good too. We're a sponge and then, so we carry that stuff. But then when we're put on a counter to scrub the counter, <laughs> that stuff is coming out of us onto the world. That is fire. That is, that is kind of cheesy, but it makes sense. No, I love sense. it. I love all the metaphors. I hope you guys resonated with at least one of these today. Like I said, if maybe you listen to one of them and you're like, mm, I don't agree with you. That's fine. That's great. But I hope something that we talked about today helped you because you know you're giving us your time by listening to this and we appreciate that so much but all we care about is adding value into your guys's life so for sure and i think the biggest thing with this podcast and especially this one is just putting the things out there and i i love this podcast for that reason it's kind of putting our experiences and what we know and what we've learned out there for you guys on the table for you to take or leave whatever you think is going to make you the best person and this is ultimately what this podcast is for is to talk healthy to me is like we talk about all things health but it's in order for you to become your best self and that's all we want is for all humans listening and all humans in the world is just to seek the better them So it's putting it on the table so you can take and leave what you want and what you see in your life will make you better. Yeah, and we hope that anything we say is not taken as a command or you should do this, but it's more proposed as a question of like, should I pay attention to this and should I look into this in my own life or not and just do something with that. I really encourage you guys to take notes on your phone sometimes or just write stuff down if something sticks out to you and go journal about it later because I think the best knowledge is applied knowledge. So yeah, you can hear it. But once you actually take what you heard and apply it to your own life and do something with it, that's when you grow. So definitely encourage that. And with that applied knowledge, I've loved seeing you guys share the podcast and say something on the story that you learned or something you took away from. That is definitely one easy and quick way to apply that knowledge to the rest of your followers. And it really does also help us grow a channel. So it's a win-win and I'm so appreciative of that. So if you guys did learn something from this and you want to share it with your people, go ahead and post a story and just write a little sentence of what you took away from this. Maybe it'll help somebody else that sees your story. Is that going to be our our challenge? Let's actually make that our challenge. Take something that you listen to and hear that stuck out to you that maybe you learned from or something that sparked interest in your brain share it with one person i'm not going to force you and tell you the challenge you have to share it on your instagram story maybe share it with your mom in person or just someone but by taking knowledge and sharing it with somebody it ingrains deeper into your head so that is your challenge to share that knowledge with someone else well thank you guys so much again for coming and listening to another episode on here we're so excited about posting every single monday so stay tuned and make sure you have those notifications on and last thing before before we sign off, I just do want to offer again to you guys our Kaiser's Cocoa Mix, the Got Friendly Sleepy Time Hot Cocoa Mix. It is a scoop of cocoa mix. You can add it to water and almond milk to make hot cocoa or iced hot cocoa. You can bake with it. You can do all the things. We do want to offer that to you guys to try out. So if you want to try out Kaiser's Healthy Hot Cocoa, you can use code HEALTHY25 to get 25% off your order. That is just for the podcast fam. So use that discount to save some money on your order. And we hope you guys love and enjoy it and have an awesome night of sleep after we also have some new things coming so stay in tune follow the instagram some more products that will we can't really say right now but they're gonna be exciting all right we love you guys and thank you again for tuning in to this episode we will see you next week much Much love. love